Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Catch new episodes of The O Show for free, available on all audio platforms, including Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. For full video versions of the podcast, head on over to YouTube and StarWorldWideNetworks.com. The O Show is presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is an inclusive, high-intensity fitness experience developed by the champ Floyd Money Mayweather himself. The best group boxing workout in the market, Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Welcome back to another edition of the O Show podcast, episode 412 of the O Show. And we are presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness in Scottsdale, Arizona. I just received word today that they will be opening up Halloween weekend in October, late October. Get your membership now. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is an inclusive, high-intensity fitness experience developed by the champ Floyd Money Mayweather himself. We are also sponsored by betonline.ag. Get your 50% bonus now, week five of of the NFL make your picks uh, today again episode 412 of the podcast we're presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness we got Elliot Saldiva in the house I use my thick Seattle accent for you there we got Sean Mr. Pedrick in the house <laughs> what do you do why are you here I didn't know you were coming. <laughs> I had no idea I was going to be on, honestly. I had no idea you were coming. Yeah. So this is what you get. And uh, Zach Kelly in studio on camera today. Uh, he's single. He's good looking. <laughs> there he is. Single and looking. Winky face. I'm a kid in a candy store. <laughs> there you go, Zach. There you go. There, there you go. go. There it is. Took you a little while. That's Shit. strike one. You right. have three strikes on the show today. All right, all right, all right. I gotta step and my game I'm gonna have up. Hank escort you out of the studio. The studio or the whole building? That's a stupid question. That's strike two. <laughs> Elliot, you yes. got something to promote. I think we actually have it right here. Hank uh, put a little present underneath. Here it is. Broken record. Wow. Broken wow. record. It is indeed uh, in one piece, though. There, there's the actual broken record. So you made. Your own vinyl, and then you tore it to shreds. Well, no, I actually got that from. It's just a random like thrift store vinyl for like, got it for like fifty cents. But you know, well, that's you, disrespectful. You would never know because it's like really far away. So, what record was it? I don't know actually. It was we had. I bought like four of them because we had to do multiple takes because they were surprisingly hard to break. Like some guy named Ed Sheeran. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> No, Ed's been putting out some bangers lately, you know? Like I did like his collaboration album that he put out, I think, in 2018, 2019. Yeah. He did some really cool stuff on that album. Had a rock uh, track with Chris Stapleton and Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, yes. He did a rap track with Eminem and 50 Cent. I like that one, the Remember My Name. That yeah. one's good. He did a lot of good stuff. But you, yeah. you've been coming out with a ton of stuff lately. You yeah. Know? You're a filmmaker. You're a musician. Mainly the music stuff, though, because you have yet to edit uh, our film, University. Ooh. Well, One year later. Yikes. It <laughs> definitely is a work in progress, yes. Why is that? Sean, um, too lazy to edit it? I, I don't know. It's I just like, have a lot of stuff as well. We're both busy guys, you know. It's my senior year, so I don't know. It's, I want to make sure it's good. And I want to make sure I can put the, devote the time I want to devote to it. That was a passion project, right? Yeah. You had us get up at 3 in the morning every day for two weeks. Here we are 10 months later, and it's still not finished. You know, when you put it that way. <laughs> too busy. You've been putting out singles like every other month. You have time to do that, time to edit those together, time to put those together. Yeah, that, that is true. 
<laughs> this doesn't add up. See, there's only so much time. <laughs> I do. I, yeah, I feel slightly called out. Yes, it's true. So the one thing I asked you for today, and I'm like, he better bring it. And I was telling Hank before, I'm like, what, what's the over-under that Elliot actually brings this clip from the film University that we did 10 months ago? And he's like, the odds are... As big as the Seattle Mariners making the postseason this year. Oh, which it, it's a jab because they haven't made the postseason in 21 years, 2001, so 20 years. It's the longest drought in Major League Baseball. But at the same time, I'm like, those are pretty good odds because they're like a game and a half out with five games left to go. And yeah, so like it's either like, oh hell no, or he might come through. And for once, Elliot, <laughs> for once he came through. So we're going to play a clip right now of your um, uh, university film. It's a scene where uh, I get jumped by a bunch of security guards. Again, this was filmed at 3.30 in the morning, uh, where me and Hanko, old Hanko, Hanku, have a fight scene. And I look completely different in it. It was a long time ago. Again, it's been 10 freaking months. Yeah. Uh, but here yeah. it is from Elliot's film, University. What are you doing out here? Just head back to my dorm. Let me see your hands. See, that's method acting at its finest, because I actually was beating up Hank <laughs> in that scene. Can you no, imagine having... Look at that from Hank I, I didn't have to imagine really I was there. It was, it was very scary. We did that like 50 times, too. Yeah. And Hank and I were actually hitting each other in the face. I think there's like... Our, nu our knuckles were pretty bloodied. Hey, Jack. I gotta admit. Was the audio much better in post? Was it? I don't know. It sounded like crap right now. Sorry, just had to interject as the audio expert here. I don't know. Did you guys record really good audio for that scene? Oh, yeah. There we, that was a very rough cut. Like, we literally took the footage. I sent that to my DP. Okay. We did, like, a really rough, like, audio edit. So this is still very early in the post. So, see, he kind of came through, but not really because it wasn't actually <laughs> the best take. It was yeah. just one of them. That was, like, that was, like, a very exclusive, like, clip preview. Like, so. That's, like, the first official sneak peek since like anyone's seen from the film basically trailer number one basically shut up zach <laughs> so how many films have you uh, done throughout your time at gcu because you you went you had what a journalism you went to journalism school in high school yeah so at a which we don't have at gcu yeah um so i like started getting really into filmmaking in high school with my broadcast journalism class and I did kind of some fun series. We did like a spinoff of The Office called The Classroom, which is pretty fun, I guess. It was, we did like three Was episodes. it basically The Office, just you guys? Yeah, yeah. So but, it's not really a spinoff. But here's the thing. I have a history of like, it's not a spinoff. I guess it's just kind of like a, a parody. But I have a history of like not delivering things on time because. Oh, like, we know. Like the whole school, like we did episodes. So there's three episodes and I was kind of like. This is the guy running it. And it was like, everyone was like, when's the next episode going to come out? Because it was all like, we only could have our class time to produce it. So that was this, just saying there's a history of Elliot being late to deadlines. So He's like the Kanye West 
of the the film industry. <laughs> Please explain that analogy, Sean. Well, Kanye West with the Donda album, it was like over almost two years of being late, and he finally released it like a month ago. Um, so yeah, like he would just keep giving us like snippets of the album, and then not deliver. So that's an interesting hat. Thank you. If that analogy continues, that means we should expect University uh, two years after filming that, if it keeps up with Donda. That's about what we... Yeah. If you're really the Kanye of filmmaking. No, here's the thing, though. Donda was not even released willingly. Like, basically, same situation. It was like, people just kept... Pre- like, the record comp- label literally released it, because it was just so long. So, I feel like that might be the same situation here, like... Record label is just gonna push me to. Jack, your record gonna, label is just gonna push me to release. <laughs> this analogy is getting deeper. I like this. As soon as the footage is coming out, you're like, it's gonna get out one way or another. So <laughs> it's already leaked. You already yeah. gave me one. It's coming out one way or another. I'll text Aaron. Sure. I know he's got a lot of stuff. Um, maybe if you snuck into my room and like stole the hard drive. I have the footage. I don't have the energy to do that. You're the editor. This is I'm, really I'm, on you. I'm an you assistant editor. I'm. My main role for that uh, short was the producer. I gave a lot of the equipment to Elliot and the team. Yes, this is true. How was the return on that equipment? Speaking of terms of his delivery time, how was the return? Like, how quickly did you return that equipment? <laughs> um, pretty well. Uh, it took, like, a few weeks to, like, hey, I want my stuff because I, I have to shoot other stuff. But it was very well. Look at that. See? See, uh, Elliot? That's improvement. That's what but, we're doing. Yeah. A flaw was my lights broke okay. during well. the <laughs> You didn't have to say that. It wasn't Elliot's fault, but it just happened. You know, things happen. It was Kanye's fault. That's it what we Kanye's call him coming fault. down to. Maybe. Yeah. He could have been on. He was on set. Maybe there's a, with that's the That's why Donda was no, delayed. He was filming University. Uh, there's there's no Kanye Canyon. <laughs> Don't get it. I'm not going to get your ass's hopes up. Yeah, the three but. of you guys ever worked together? Uh, as co-workers, I don't think, at least me and Elliot have, I don't think we actually were ever on a short film because I transferred there. So it wasn't until yeah. my junior year, his sophomore year, that I was even at Green Canyon. We really didn't even get to know each other, even though we were co-workers, till like right around when COVID hit. So by that time, I was working on practicum. At that point, I was getting my business set up. So unfortunately, I just didn't have the time. Although, based on your and Hank's stories, I really wish I could have been part of some of these Elliot films. They sound like amazing like projects that are actually really cool and disasters at the same time and i love that dichotomy i love that dichotomy and everything perfect uh-huh. yeah. anyways so the the new single out of what like 12 singles at this point i think me and aaron counted the other day and it was like 10 ish 10 or 8 10 9 8 so this is it. the first that was actually put in a record store though right yes yeah that's exciting first that was actually played on the radio too yeah um it was super cool. Um, basically, I it's so stinkweeds. Yeah, right. Wow, there's a graphic. Okay, very cool. Yeah, so I've been going to Stinkweeds, uh, which is like an indie record store, and I was just when I was in there shopping one time, I'm like, uh, could I like drop off a CD or something? They're like, yeah, we take basically any local artist, and so I called them up again after I released Broken Record, and they were like, yeah, just bring it on a CD. Um, super cool and they told i just like made three copies i literally got this from like i got like that case from walmart so very cool quality (laughs) very exclusive um yeah and then they're super awesome and they uh, let me sell it at their store 
And what was it like hearing your song on the radio for the first time? Did you know it was going to be played? Like, did they tell okay, you beforehand? Okay, so that's, that's a story. Because you have a video of it somewhere on social media, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. That's a story in and of itself, basically. So when I was doing the marketing for the song, right, I'm like, I got to get this as, as many places as I can. Like, I got to get this everywhere. So I researched and I found an independent radio station uh, in Phoenix, and they take requests. So one day it was actually like I was it was at like a work party for. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, I texted all my friends like, hey, Texas radio station, uh, play Broken Record. And we literally like text bombed the station and and on the radio station sure enough they were like we're getting lots of text requests for Elliot this guy named Elliot Saldivar and they played it yeah and I have a that, whole video that's hilarious because I didn't know what like the text bomb was about I just remember one of our coworkers just said give me your phone Zach I'm like okay and then they just like texted like some random like area code that I didn't know I'm like what is going on it's good to know that it was for a good cause, getting 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 that song on the radio. That's hilarious. I didn't realize that what was going on. That's hilarious. I pretended to be, like, a old mom. So I texted them. I said, can you play Broken Record by Elliot Saldivar? Me and the kiddos love that song with, like, laughing emojis. <laughs> like, the wine emoji. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> it was very Karen. It was very yeah. Karen. Oh. Yeah. Also, How did that even become a thing? The whole Karen nonsense. Because... I don't know. I feel like everyone has dealt with a Karen. So it's just like a very... But why relatable. the name Karen? It's Maybe just the name, name, you know? Yeah. I feel like the, the, the name just, like, screams, like, you know, stuck-up, middle-aged, like, suburban, like, woman without, like, specifically calling, like, a common name out. Because you can't be, like, you know... Deborah, like that's way too common. Like people actually get like, mm, like Karen, like it's common enough to where like you still get the idea, but you're not gonna be like your tar. Like there's not gonna be enough people where it stops. We're like you need to pick a name that like there's not enough people that have that name that they'll be like, no, um, I don't like this. I don't like this. It's, but it still fits that sort of demographic that you're trying to describe. It's a great explanation. He complimented Zach. Did, did, did we get that on film? He complimented me. That never happens. Uh, that like you've been there. Did you put Karen Kelly? Are you really doing this right now, Hank? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I should That's be funny. behind. I would never do that to you. Single you and looking. Still. Mr. Karen Kelly. <laughs> do we have any tweets for Zach? Or, or any tweets coming in for Zach? We'll, we'll not, keep I'm a close eye on that. I'm not live tweeting. You, uh... Hush. You, you obviously <laughs> um, have your hand in so many different things, right? Filmmaking. Musician. Grew up in Washington. Relatively close to Seattle. Yeah. You kind of take credit for being one of those Seattle musicians? I guess. Pacific Northwest, yeah. How far out? So I basically live, I grew up on the U.S., like the border of the U.S. and Canada, like all the way north of Seattle. So like on the border. Wow. Yeah. And what, what inspired you to become, you know, not just like a guitarist, but a musician? Because again, you're putting out a lot of stuff. You're obviously very passionate about it. Like what were some of those inspirations early on? Like, what really made you tick when it came to music? I don't know. I love music. Like, I feel like I just, like, grew up singing around the house. And, it, like, my family didn't, you know, just endured me constantly singing. <laughs> it didn't always sound good. So thank you to my family for enduring that. But, uh, yeah, I just grew up singing. And I don't know when I started producing. I was in, like, a high school band. Like, I had a little little band together. And we wrote... Actually, I'll be there for you. Was like originally in that band, and it was like kind of my church, like the Friends theme. 
No, not the Friends thing. <laughs> the, the Christmas song. We're on the Christmas album. The or the yeah. So that's kind of where I guess I, I started. I guess kind of in that band, and then from there, I just taught myself basically through YouTube how to use Logic Pro, and got involved at the GC Recording Studio, and the rest is history. When was the first time you played live? Live was with my high school band. Uh, or just like just myself, or with like yeah, like the first time playing in front of an actual audience that could critique you or boo you off the stage. Well, I guess that's the other thing. I've like in like senior year of high school, I did a lot of church band stuff. So we had like playing for that band. So that was in front of an audience. But we also we had a talent show at the church where we played "I'll Be There for You." So that was like the first live like original song I played. Were you nervous? I was, like, very nervous. Um, it's a high song. Like, I always, I don't know why I write poppy high songs. So it, it was definitely a strain on my vocals. And I was playing bass guitar at the same time. So I'm like, mm. yeah. So just, like, it's, like, two things to think about. And yeah. also, like, the band. And, like, you have the, you have the in-ears in. It's, like, it's a lot to think about. But Sean, when was the first time you played live in front of an audience? Uh, never. I'm not a musician. <laughs> When was <laughs> obviously <laughs> that? That was the pun. When was the first oh. time you sang in the shower? All the time. Zach? All the time. I hate the sound of my own voice, so I <laughs> nowhere. Good I job, so, Zach. Brownie points. Wait, I Answer I was looking for. Okay. Do we do we have any of those tweets here? It is Zach's mom sends a lot of love for her boohoo bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know Mrs. Kelly's watching the show. Someone's got to keep a close eye on you. I. I Keep you on your toes. You do that. I don't need more people. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, Mrs. Kelly for the tweet on the show. I'm glad she's listening. Thanks, um, Mom. When was the first time we met, Elliot? Was it your freshman year? Well, we all met through work, right? right. So um, it must have been like on a baseball shoot, a baseball production. Like a, and you're not a huge sports guy. Again, like we don't really have like, like I guess like the biggest experience you guys can get with cameras and video production is shooting athletics. Or at least at the time, I know it's yeah, it was a little bit. It's gotten more geared toward like the student original programming, but because um, we're separate from athletics now, like we don't do any athletic yeah. stuff now. So, but yeah, it was really cool to get like live production experience with baseball and stuff. And do you feel like you've definitely grown in the last four years doing it? Because you already have oh, yeah. done it anyways. Like, do you, Would you say you've learned more in high school when it comes to filmmaking than in college? Or do you think because now you've had the reps over the past number of years? I mean, I would different. hope that film school would teach me more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then, uh, you never know, though. School. It's you true, though. Know. Yeah. No, I learned a lot in high school, but I've definitely learned. I feel like just I've been put, in th- put through my paces. Yeah, you got to go out of your way to teach yourself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Because like, especially at GCU, like in the uh, what do they call it, the cage, like where you get all your film yeah. equipment. Like sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. They they've yeah. definitely gotten better, but just mm-hmm. the cage in general just doesn't have enough equipment for you to get it, and it's not always guaranteed. So mm-hmm. if you go in a week before, you could maybe have like great lighting, or they'll just give you you know a very cheap, broken you know. I think the the part that was the most frustrating about it is they actually had good equipment, 
They just didn't ever had it in enough quantities. Yes. So like he's like, you know, you can't have all the things you need, but you would go yeah. a week in advance. But there would someone that go eight days before and they checked it out, and then you would just get like the tiny like light or like the really bad Canon lens as opposed to the nice ones they had. Mm-hmm. You're just like it's yeah. there. I know it's there. They have it. It's just the quantity of it. So that was always. But it was always fun sometimes when you had those lesser equipments and you had those like TIs that you rent out instead, finding a way to make it look good. I always found joy in that. And that's the same thing with like working at GCU. Sometimes when things were just going not right, I think you learn a lot that way too. That's why I think the job was so good is because some of those baseball shoots were not the smoothest. They were not the smoothest thing no. in the world. And I imagine you as a commentator also have that experience as well, not even on productions. I just sometimes when things go wrong is when you learn the most. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I've seen directors and producers throw things, you know, like a the back room and like what just happened you know because they're freaking out because you know the take button's not working or whatever you know mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah there, there were a few times where we're in the back like especially in the soccer stadium you're like right behind the director mm-hmm. so you can hear everything that they're saying and you still have to adjust oh, absolutely I, I don't know you remember Elliot that was the tiniest room so like you like with the soccer one, when you do like the oh, soccer yeah. live streams, it's the tiniest room, so it's like you can't like scooch away from the director if they're if, like if things are going bad and they're not like handling together. You just you're right next to them. Like all right, I guess I'm right next to them. I I have nowhere to go. There's like ten square feet in this room. Like, mm. <laughs> I do my job. <laughs> just focus here. Visors on. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you're strictly on the campus side now, or yeah. like the GCE, I should say. Yeah, it's well. So what do they have you shooting work-wise? Ask GCU, Lopes, uh, Living as Lopes, uh, also just event coverage, like B-roll stuff. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And what are you doing to keep your reps up? Well, I work for uh, Intramural, GCU Intramural. I just got that job, and yesterday was my very first shift. So it's a very, very new job that I'm excited. Are you just shooting content? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, right now it's football, flag football, and then it's volleyball. And then I think after that it's going to be basketball. I think more volleyball. But, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. That's good for both of you. Are you guys going to continue working on films together? Yeah. Because I feel like that was your MO at least last year. Like we worked on two different films. It was University and then there was the short that Evan did. Evan, yeah. That we lost oh. Diego for like five hours oh, in the no. middle of the desert. Bro, that the worst was set I've ever really, That was insane. Like I did I've never like actually you know, you always talk about losing people, right? Or like you're like, don't get lost. He actually got lost. Like, <laughs> it actually happened. In like the middle of like the <laughs> desert and just like No cell reception, almost nothing. had to call the police. Yeah. And then you just found him hitchhiking on the side of the road. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, that was super you guys scary. You found him hitchhiking? Well, yes. <laughs> we, also, he was lost, lost. Well, no, like, it was, we were out pretty far in the desert was the mm-hmm. thing. So, uh, we could have been slaughtered. Nobody would have, <laughs> like, still, nobody would have found us. Yeah. They would have been Quite nerve wracking. No, yeah. And we've been, we've been talking to Evan about that, too. Um, you have you heard yeah, about when, when's that film coming out? That's well, two films that we've worked on together. I asked and him, seen. and he's just like, "Well, I'm busy doing work, and it's just like, okay, but at least give me some of it. I'll, I'll edit a little bit of it, you know." But. So frustrating. 
Have you given your product out to your actors yet? Yes, I have. So I, I, the solution I have for you guys, because I'm still finishing up the final like festival version for uh, Burden, is because the audio wasn't great, and so I had to like with one of the um, audio engineers here, uh, I, they helped me do ADR with all my actors. But then I still had to do that and then change it, being like I couldn't get some of them in, I couldn't re-record some lines, which is not salvageable with the way like the footage lined up, and so mm. I'm having to like re-edit it and like add effects for. Um, for it to be festival worthy but what I did is I took it as good as I could put as much filters on trimmed it as much as I could I still sent one out to all my actors it's a 15 minute version not quite as good what is it what's on there it says Zach your order of edible pencils came in I signed for I you don't chew, <laughs> I don't chew pencils anyway thank you Hank thank you like I was saying I can't I said you want to go pick them up I'm not I'll I don't eat pencils okay Anyway, so yeah, I ended up sending. <laughs> I ended up sending. I really want the final piece to be more of a, you know, closer to a ten-minute, like more like concise cut. But I got like most of the raw footage out in a sixteen, seventeen-minute one, where the color isn't always the best. There's some noise I haven't taken out yet, and the audio isn't always the cleanest. Not some of the sound effects are in there, but it was still something to where like my DP could still put on his reel because I still had most of the footage. The actors could still put it on their reels for stuff like that. So that's allowed me to like monkey off my back. So when I can work on. Mm. The festival version, I have it, but then because I feel like I do feel I do feel for you, Elliot, because it's just like you have so many other projects, and sometimes when people like harp on you like that, it's hard to even want to because it's just like you almost want to stick to them. So I almost think like putting out even one that's not going to be the the final product of the festival, one that's good enough for these people to put in reels so they can get yeah. other work and show it off. That's what that really helped me with Burden. It's helped me make a lot more progress with that and not have the same monkeys on my back that you're dealing with. And while we're always busy too, with like. You and me, like, we, we have jobs, school, and yeah. it's just, like, there's so much stuff that takes priority over than passion projects. Yeah, absolutely. You know, mm. you got to get your job done. You got to get gotta your, pay the bills. your school, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, that's a good idea, though, the rough cut. Like, just even something, like, a even, like, an assembly cut mm. would be great. So then you guys could have it for your reels. And um, I am working on... I don't know if it'll be released before like I start working on the film, but there is a rough cut of a trailer as well. A trailer. <laughs> a rough Stay cut tuned. of a trailer. Yeah. Stay tuned. But it's looking really good, and I've been learning how to color more because I really had a specific vision in mind for the colors. Like, I really want it to be very 80s, vibrant, very, like, punchy like look type like a very gonna, filmic look you're gonna add fake uh film grain or you're not going that far? of course of course you, oh, like, you know like you know that. it oh <laughs> well i feel like that's kind of standard right i think i mean you're gonna do 80s you have to add the fake film grain because all those yeah. like you know bad indie films that just had way too grainy footage you got to have that aesthetic yeah right and f- to hide the high so f- <laughs> high iso footage what no. we didn't film at like 1200 ISO? What are you talking about? That's just the film grain. Come on. No, we actually... I think we lit the film pretty well. We spent a lot of time on lighting. and A lot of lighting was happening. Yeah. We have this huge tungsten light at one point where it's supposed to act as the helicopter. And my friend Diego... You know Diego. Yeah, Diego. The kid that got lost. The guy that got lost. Literally... We are like, okay, he was like a PA. So we're like, Diego, can you take this light outside the window and move it back and forth? Like to be like the helicopter. He was like, "Yeah, as long as I cr- as long as I get credited as helicopter in the credits." <laughs> so uh, 
Yeah. All right. So, Elliot, we're going to be part of a film. I want to also find write a script where I can also be credited as helicopter because that sounds incredible. I will anything, whatever you need me to do. I want to like put an IMDb, Zachary Kelly, as helicopter. Inviting yourself to be a part of someone else's film. Pathetic. <laughs> You, hey, pathetic. You gotta put yourself you've out there. You've done the same thing with me. Commercial, but not, but you know, not film, but similar. You offered it to me. <sighs> well, now we're changing the order of events. Do we need to leave the room? <laughs> <laughs> me and Sean. Children. To, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why Robin's here. She's the mediator. It's like, all right, too Zach, far into film territory. Robin just goes, all right, Zach's sensitive. He might actually cry, Jack. You gotta pull <laughs> it back. I can't. I'm not cleaning up Zach's tears today. Just don't, don't have the time for it. Do we have any more uh, tweets headed Zach's oh, direction? Please, Hank? I. We'll stay tuned for those. Uh, oh, on the <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, you can go all out now, Jack. I'm ready. We're on the team. <laughs> Let's see what he whips up. On the table. Between the three of you filmmakers, what was the worst, without dropping any names, worst actor um, that you've worked with and why? <laughs> I like how you knew that. I want you guys to go first because I'm going to take a, lo- a while for mine. Mine's a bit of a rant. <laughs> go ahead, Elliot. I don't have one in mind yet. You might have to go first. I mean, I gotta do my rant Too much first? dead air time. All right, okay. So this was when I first transferred to. All right, hold on, just in case, in case you're mean. Up here, Wait. we had another tweet. I one, one time stepped on the snail. Turned out to be okay. I'm definitely crying <laughs> for that one. The jeers. That's my. That's my business. I went into business with that man, by the way. Anyway, so my rant was: is when I first um, transferred to GCU, there was a. Uh, it was, I think it was like the basic production class, um, and it was we had to do. Just this one, like, short two-minute thing that you would slowly, you'd film it, and you slowly add sound, and you slowly add other things. And um, I ended up, my friend had a GoPro, and we ended up saying, like, okay, we're going to have, it's like GoPro, it's like someone's late, like a kidnapping sort of thing. Okay. And, you know, and I was like, okay, that way I don't need good actors, they can just have it on their head, and, like, they just, like, move and stuff like everything. Like, they don't know, there's no facial expression, there's no dialogue they're doing. I'm like, this will be simple, this will be easy, and I'll be just be the person, like, kidnapping, yeah. and I'm, I'm okay for this small project with my acting ability. I've never seen someone with such a slippery head in my life. We had, like, six layers of tape around, like, this... I, I feel bad because it did get in her hair, but I also don't feel bad because she would always, like... I'm like, hey, just give a little shake like you're actually being chased and everything while you run. And, like, somehow the GoPro, she would fling it off of her head, and she just goes, it's uncomfortable. I'm like, it's a minute. We need you to keep the GoPro on your head for one minute. And she would fling it off. It was literally like, what's the what's the uh, Smith sister, the Smith daughter? Willow? Is it Willow Smith? It was like, oh, whip, yeah. Yeah, it was like whip my hair back and forth. It was like that music video, <laughs> just with a GoPro that wasn't mine. And we were like, oh, oh that's really close. Are you getting really close? Are you... you, you can you get closer? As white right. as snow, Oh, boy. Gentlemen. Okay. But yeah, so... At one point, we finally get her to do it. Like, but now we're in the part where she's not in the car anymore. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> she's not in the car anymore, and we're just like near like this like like dirt lot that we found, and there's like a giant like boulder, and she, oh my god, I hate you so much. I need another Kleenex because you're embarrassing me <laughs> on screen. Oh my god, that guy, that was too dusty. I'm, now my eyes, my eyes are red. Things are going horrible. Anyway. <laughs> And it, she literally flings it. And this GoPro, as soon as we got out of the car and, like, she's, like, supposed to run off, she, like, 
I don't know, like a banshee just whoosh, with her head. And the GoPro goes flying and oh. hits a rock. And it shatters in half. And I had to pay for my friend oh. to get a new GoPro. Wow. And she literally ghosted me. She dropped the class and ghosted me. To be like, can you like, can you help like pay for it since you like broke it? And I never heard from her since. Everything lies on the director. There was one. Wait, scene. hold on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did hush, you just say there hush, was? Hush. There, I'm talking. The host is talking. You're in the driver's or I'm in the driver's seat. You're in the passenger seat, pal. No, you. Put that was me, almost you, strike three. No, you put me in the trunk. Passenger seat is what Elliot has right now. I'm in the trunk, hogtied right now. That's what I am. Continue. So okay. there was a scene. I think it was in Hobbs and Shaw. Where Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Roman Reigns were in a scene together, and they were chucking axes, and when they screamed action, they were and they weren't supposed to actually chuck them. They were supposed to do that, and then they were gonna like CGI it later. They were gonna add in right. effects later. Um, I guess Roman Reigns didn't get the memo because as soon as he uh, was called into action, they like turned, they were hitting people with the axes, and then they tomahawked them over their heads, and he actually threw it right into a cameraman and knocked him out cold, knocked out five of his teeth. Oh. Ow. That's the most Roman oh. Reigns story I've ever heard, though. That, like, I, I completely believe that story, 100%. So we heard his story. Did you guys brainstorm over the last 10 minutes or so while he was rambling? I've Honestly, my experiences have been pretty good. Uh-huh. I've been, so... I'm going to give it, pass yeah, it over to Sean. For, for student short films, there's there's like a standard where it's not always the greatest because they're either your friends or they're like brand new. They're brand new actors. So I there's a lot of leeway with uh, student short films. But I would probably say uh, this person, they said that you know, they've acted before, um, they even have their YouTube channel, all this, and they would would just give me, like, the worst uh, emotions to anything, uh, especially with, like, the lines. And, yeah, it, it has to do with some of my directing, because that was, like, one of my very first uh, shorts I've done. Uh, but I don't know. It was just, like, so hard to get their reaction of like acting in general. Was it just all monotone? Was like just no inflection? Yeah. And then and it, that, it, yeah. It was like there was a serious tone with it, and they just weren't giving it their all. And I could tell because I've seen their work, and I was just like, "Come on, you know, let, let's give a little bit of effort here." You know, mm-hmm. but. I think at a student level, that was what the, was the most frustrating with actors was not necessarily if it wasn't great. You knew they weren't trying because you know that, like, mm. a lot of times they're doing it just for, like, just because they're friends with you or, you know, hey, it's just, you know, for their real because they're new or they're just doing it, like, for the food. But it's just, like, when you've seen them, like, in some regards, like, put effort in and they're doing less. I don't expect you to become, like, this, yeah. like a better actor than, like, the skill level and the experience that you have. I just want you to, like, put your best because it's not just me. There's like, other people. There's, like, the crew and stuff like that. Just everyone else is putting their effort. I think it's just more frustrating when they just don't put in that fullest effort. It's more of that than, I think, the actual, like, level of acting that I think yeah. will frustrate me in student productions. It's got to be difficult, too, because some of these people don't even want to pursue it, the people mm. that you invite on, right? Like, there's so, some... Yeah. There's, yeah. We have some really great actors, or you know, in the GCU film department, but then yeah. there's a lot of people you just call on because you need a body, and yeah. like they can't really live up to your expectations. Mm. Just like, hey, this dude flanked on me. Can you be in my short? And like, yeah, 
a few hours, like, they're like, well, you know. And it, it, it sucks because, you know, you always want more preparation and more a budget. But it, it's a, a student short film, you know. You don't have a lot of those, you know, a lot of those resources that you would get on just a regular short film or an indie, you know. So. so out of all the films you guys have worked together, you've been working together for a while, you're good friends. Right. You know, you drove him here because he doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> Well, no, he drove. Are you using my CD as a coaster? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, wow. <laughs> a broken record. Out. Broken record. Hey, <laughs> plugging it. Available now. Uh, what was I going to ask you? See, you lost my train of thought. Working together. Oh, working together. Yeah. Do you guys have any uh, specific films you have in mind moving forward? And also, would you guys ever want to do something that was just so... Not barbaric, but so out there, controversial, really gets people thinking. I think that'd be fun, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, me and, me and Elliot, like, we've worked together for almost three years now. So we just kind of know each other's styles. And, like, we, we coexist a lot. Um, but, yeah, we, I don't know if you want to announce the... Do we have an well, announcement? Do we have a premiere a announcement? Time as ever. Oh, we're, Two we're premiere announcements? In like a month. Oh, Guys, okay. Yeah, spit it out. Actually, I don't know. I kind of This is a big O show. Two premiere announcements? Uh, we are going to shoot a music video, and we're planning on doing it. Uh, it's for a new song. There, I'm actually tracking vocals for it next week uh, in the GCU recording studio. So it'll be my second oh, studio wow. single. Uh, and yeah, so. We're going to try to shoot in, like, a fast food restaurant because I wrote this song about a terrible boss I had when I worked at Dairy Queen in 2020. So, you know, 2020 had its had its ups and downs. That was definitely a down. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's like a song based off of a terrible, superficial boss. Wow, big-time yeah. adversity right there. Yeah, right? You must have really hated them to write a song about them all these years later. <laughs> I was literally on break, and then I was like, I'm going to write a song about this. Boop, 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 and I did them. That's yeah. such a great double-edged sword, because it means we're getting a great new music video from you, Elliot, but that also means we're pushing university back even more. So, you know, great music video, <laughs> even later delay on, on the short film that's been 10 months, you know? You, you win some, like you said, ups and downs. It's all about, it's all about the ups and downs. All right, oh, another tweet. Well, let's see what we got from your secret. Ooh, you have a secret admirer, oh, Zach. Uh, you really are the true old style Jeffersonian of Mother <laughs> Skype varsity. Wow. I. Okay, we should not let of him. Of the Blatherskate variety. Can we not say. let him use that graphic anymore? He, he's given him too much power. That's the greatest graphic I've ever seen. No, do not pick his side. No, we are not. Hank, which camera do I need to look at? I think it's this one. Dude, act like I you've been talk. there before. You're embarrassing me. I'm giving you a primetime spot on the edge chair. <laughs> Shall I go break out the boxing gloves? Yeah, they're right, right. here. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Are we, See? Are we boxing on air? Sponsor. I'll lose. I'll lose a sparring <laughs> match, but I'm down to lose on air. It's the uppercut that matters, Zach. It is. You're right. Uppercut's the best one. That's what Floyd, that's what Floyd Robin, Mayweather taught me. Be? <laughs> Nowhere. It would be, be in the sixth circle of hell. It would be that, that low. That's how, that's how low my confidence would be out, Robin. But that's why she's here. She's here to make sure that I don't cry or bring me Kleenex. One of the two. 
Cover your face with one of those. Oh, towels. probably the towels. Okay, yeah. I got it. All right. Should Did you empty the whole box? Mayweather in front or of behind? Course. Okay, yeah. sponsor. Got to keep the sponsor. <laughs> get the sponsor, sponsor going. Okay. There we go. There it is. Perfect. Blow your nose in it. Mayweather boxing <laughs> opens October or no Halloween weekend. Is that correct, Jack? Shout yeah, out. Correct. Shout out. I said Halloween weekend. I'm sorry, Evan. Halloween weekend was correct. We we got to talk about uh, lips lips. What was it? Lip sync. The lip sync battle. The nerds. Oh yeah. From freshman year? Yeah. That was freshman year. Freshman year. That was freshman year. Yeah. I that's... think we got a few of those picks. Yeah, there's one right there. Oh, uh, that's cool. That's you guys, like, stopped Halloween. me. This so, is, like, a real podcast. Hank was wow. telling me that there's a story behind this that, uh, not to put you on the spot, <laughs> you asked that girl out on a date, you went out on one date, and what happened? Um, yeah, so there's a story behind it. Um, we... We're doing lip sync together, and the whole story was that, like, this nerdy guy wants to get with this girl, and there's, like, a film behind it, and there's a... What camera should I be looking at? Just FYI. Is it this one? That one right there. Okay, so, yeah, there's, like... Hank, zoom in very close. His his face is really red right now. I want to get all of that. Um, So, anyway, yeah, there was... See, now I'm... Dang it, now... (laughs) See, it doesn't feel great, oh, does it, Elliot? I feel, feel intimidated great. now. This is scary. So this is my. Okay. This is every week for me, Elliot. So that's what I experience. <laughs> Yours con- con- constant state of embarrassment. That's called life for me, Elliot. Oh, okay. okay. Stop talking, Zach. I have the Just towel. That's good enough. Um, okay. So anyway, what happened was um, we put like we rehearsed. We put the we filmed the the film thingy, which is actually in the GCU library, which is pretty cool, and. Then backstage, this is, I don't, I don't know if I've ever told like anyone all of this before, but backstage, we were just sitting there, like me and, uh, and Alyssa is her name. And then, do you guys know Austin Rockwell? Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly, right? So he was on one of the teams and he was like, yo, you have to ask her out, like on stage. Like people would go crazy for it. And me and her kind of looked at each other and we're like, all right, yeah, we could do this. Like, let's do it. And then, so it was, wasn't I guess it wasn't was it staged? Is that kind of staged? I feel like that was staged. I guess, but there was like real. But it was real. Like uh, we went like we asked on her practice. On you could definitely feel the vibe, per se. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. There was there was definitely like some little flirty action going around. Okay, I w- you know I could agree with that. I was I like, you think so? You think she yeah. was into me? It definitely wasn't fake. Per se. No, it was it was real. And so, like, I, I asked her out. We went, we went on a date. We went to Novel Ice Cream, which is, like, it's donuts with the ice cream in the middle, which is really cool. And um, then we went and saw Zombieland 2 after that. Thought it was better than the first one. Which was really Double funny. Really it was funny. It was actually very funny, yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, we kind of went our separate ways after that. It didn't really amount to anything. So It just dissolved? Yeah, did you ever get a reason why? Um, no, not not really. Um, we just like, yeah, s- split paths. Like we're still friends. I mean, we've we've been rehearsing for um, something this year too together. So like we're working together again. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, still directing, still still having that chemistry, still building those relationships as you should in college. Yeah, right. So I guess. It's good that we're. It's good that we're still friends. Yeah. So how now that we got that out of the way, how was the lip sync battle? Lip sync battle. Oh my battle. gosh! So well, much this fun. man was in it too. This is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun. your time to shine, Sean. Yeah, I mean, Hank, I've... close up on Sean. 
Close up on me. Should I look right here? There you go. Oh, yeah. It's all on you now. Yeah, I mean, it was just so much fun. I... <laughs> oh, no. It's scary, right? <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared for you. The fact, that, the fact that he's doing it slowly is the best part. Yeah, it's not like, just a rapid, just it's not even a anticipation. <laughs> nice and slow. I don't even I don't even know where to look anymore. Just talk. Just talk. Yeah, yeah. Just talk. talk. Yeah. The camera's on you, Sean. Yeah, you're live. I'm live. <laughs> I I just really love doing that. I've I've done plays in the past with a really small uh, Christian middle school and high school, so it was like a crowd of a hundred, but doing it in front of like almost 9,000 people. It's just very... It was just a new level of fun. Um, you know, and that's how I became friends with Elliot. Oh, I'm really close. Okay. You're Good glowing, thing. Sean. I'm glowing. Yeah. <laughs> can we get that frame? Just like... Can I screenshot that later? That, <laughs> that, the, the wink? I'll have yeah. my team send it over. Oh, thank you. Your agent. Is, is that Hank? Is, that, is Hank your team? I don't know. <laughs> Are you guys going to work on, uh, was it Midnight Madness? Is that what it's called? No. You guys don't even know what I'm talking about? The, but you're talking about the basketball thing, right? Yeah. Midnight oh. Madness? Oh, yeah. I am filming that, yes. Event coverage for that. Do you guys know the theme? It's like Stranger Things this year, yes. That's actually pretty interesting. I like that. It was like Jurassic World two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It w- yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. All right. Last thing I want to talk to you guys about. One actor you'd each like to work with, if you could, any actor in the world, in the universe. Emma Stone. <laughs> really? Why? La La Land is my everyone. favorite. La La Land was great. La La Land is like what got me to go to film school. Like, that's how. That's how much I love that movie. Yes. Johnny, I. I'm a very big Spider-Man fan. That is, like, my favorite movie, Spider-Man 2. Uh, Sam Raimi directed it. I would have to work with Tobey Maguire. Uh, That's a good one. I, I think he has a lot of emotions with his other movies. I, I would just love to work with him and, like, be this angry character. I Yeah. I think he'd be fun to play with. I hope they bring him back in the... Uh Oh. The coming home Spider-Man movie. I think it's happening. They kind of teased it because they bring they bring back the antagonist yeah. from the Tobey Maguire movies. Yeah, Doc Ock. You know, that's just a slap in the face if they don't bring him back. Yeah, yeah. Like, why uh, to me, he is the true Spider-Man. I think Tom Holland plays a great um, Spider-Man, but Tobey Maguire is the first and the original. Just something about him. Yeah, know? yeah. Something about the way he cries, like you know. But it's so good. The, it's very raw. Whole, it is whole, very raw. The whole story of the three movies are just Chef's Kiss. So Trust me, Sean, like, this is his life. Like, I've been in his room. It's like, Spider-Man, 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 <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man. He has, like, a Lego set with, like, five different Spider-Man on the single Lego set. You know set. it. Like, this man loves Spider-Man. I even have a Spider-Man tattoo. So. Any, really? Can we see it? Yeah. Right, right there. I don't know if you can see it. It's so small. Yeah, it's super small. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's Another super slow fast. zoom in. Super oh, it's fast trust me. right there. He was looking at he was looking at full sleeves. Yeah. There uh, it is. He was showing me pictures. The original that's the one from the Sam Raimi one. Oh yeah, look at that. Boom. There you go. Zach? Uh not that I care, but I may as well include you. 
So well, mean. <laughs> uh, I, I would say I'd actually probably go with uh, Adam Sandler because a lot of the way I like mm. to, to direct movies is I, I really like the idea of like uh, comedy is like used as sort of a way to ease people into like really like dark subject matter. And between like his act, and obviously he's a great comedic actor, but between his acting in movies like Uncut Gems or Punch Drunk Love, his just acting style's ability to go from very like goofy comedic to like very like deep intricate like complex like serious acting it's just something that i would like really like to work with because like that's the type of like films that i like to make that's interesting he's always on like an island you know yeah he really is by himself he's it's he's he's kind of unique in that regard because a lot of them like what like he's got his basketball hoop yeah that's it he literally like in in brooklyn he like will go and just like play street basketball with a bunch of people apparently he's like really good apparently like he'll like just beat like these people in street basketball and it's just the most hilarious thing he posts videos on it all the time that's i mean uncut gems i thought was his masterpiece oh it's so good Hmm. the savvy brothers are brilliant directors and like they they have a lot of credit to that but Adam Sandler was just incredible in that film. I have a confession. I've not seen Uncut Gems yet. Oh. Dude, it's been two years. I know. We, we've learned two years for him is like two weeks. We've learned <laughs> so that true. throughout this. Yeah. Uh, I've not, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's very anxiety-inducing. Yeah. Yeah? I think it's a good movie. Like you're just constantly like on edge you're, like yeah. the entire movie. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing movie. It was definitely like his... Him trying to go his highest, you know, so. Okay. Not as amazing as university is going to be available at <laughs> some point. <laughs> Still waiting. Well, okay, I don't want to set a date. But there, there is a date on the trailer. So if the trailer does get released soon, there'll be a date. Like a, a, a time-ish. Well, at least this is ready. Broken record, Elliot Salvador. <laughs> thank you so much Spotify. for coming on. Sean, thanks for uh, being thanks. a trooper today. Zach. Safe travels. So this was episode 412 of The O Show. Uh, Hank, you're going to want to get this. This was episode 412. We are presented by... (laughs) Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Roll the outro, Hanku. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.